FPL game week 15 starts tomorrow on Tuesday. So if you are wondering what players you should be buying into your FPL team in midfield, forward up front, you're looking for highly owned players, you're looking for differentials, this is my transfer targets video. Every week I go through some highly owned assets you should still be buying. My top five transfer targets, some highly brought in players that you should be avoiding because they are bandwagons that will not do well in your FPL team. And then we finish with a few differentials as well for those of you who want to go against the template. Welcome back everyone, FPL Harry here. As we dive in, 1,000 likes is the aim. Subscribe if you are new around here. It is a video pretty close to the deadline, so do show it your support. But diving in, the top players I think you should still be buying, Erling Haaland and Mo Salah are both still in here. We've added a few players back who I took off because there was a little bit of doubt of them over the past couple of weeks, but they have shown their consistency again. So Bakai Saka up to 8.9 million. Arsenal look so, so good at the moment with the return of Odegaard and Gabriel Jesus into their lineup. So if you don't own him with Luton this week, I definitely would be looking to buy him. Kieran Trippier, he hasn't picked up his fifth yellow card yet. So do remember he is on four yellows. One more, he will be suspended, but I do think he's still a great asset. I haven't owned him so far this season. I don't quite know how. So so I am planning on buying him. And finally, it is Song Hyun Min. They showed against Manchester City that whoever it is in the lineup, they're going to create chances and they're going to spend 90 minutes of a football game attacking their opposition. And Son is going to be playing up front. He's likely to be on penalties as well. So he, again, he is one that I think you should be having in your team. Now, it's not necessary that you have all five of these. It's quite difficult to have all five of these. But if you're looking to buy a midfielder and you don't own Saka and you can afford him, I'm not saying buy the rest of the players in this video. I'm saying buy Bakayo Saka, but so many of you own these assets that I can't just make a video saying buy Son, Salah, Haaland and Trippier. Now, a few players to actually avoid into your team this week. Some of the most transferred in players so far going into game week 15. First up is Kostas Simakas. So Simakas has been a good asset for us. However, the fixtures coming up for them get a lot more difficult. They play Sheffield United away midweek and then they play Crystal Palace away at the weekend. And after that, he's not a very good asset in terms of the fixtures. Plus, there is a decent chance that he gets rotated in one of the next two games. So you're only going to have one green fixture from him, probably. I have him in my team. And although he's one of the most transferred in defenders, might even rise up to 4.9 million this week. I'm actually trying to consider how I'm going to transfer him out of my team based on the upcoming fixtures. The other two both play for Newcastle. The first one is Lascelles. I had him on my video last week and he's going to stay in here. We've heard Sven Botman is actually likely to return to full team training this week. Now, I don't think he'll be back in the Newcastle team till game week 17 or 18 at the earliest. However, the next two games are away from home. Newcastle have kept just one clean sheet away from home so far this season. So although it's Everton midweek, Everton look like they are fighting for their lives with the win over Forest at the weekend because of the points deduction they've had so far this season. So he is an okay option, but I think the time in our teams for Lascelles is coming to an end. So I wouldn't be buying him despite his cheap price. And the other one is Isaac, again, partly because of the return of injury, it sounds like Callum Wilson, again, will be back at a very similar time to Sven Botman, and that could be game week 17 or 18. It could even be earlier than that as well. So based on that, you don't want to go into the Christmas period with a Newcastle forward because they will rotate pretty heavily with one another. You won't know who it is that's going to be lining up in their team every single week. So based off the return of Botman, based off the return of Callum Wilson as well, I wouldn't go near Isaac or Lascelles. 
Now, a Newcastle asset that I do think you should be buying is their goalkeeper, Martin Dubravka, 3.9 million, the man on the thumbnail. So Nick Pope has picked up a shoulder injury, which could see him out for up to four months, maybe even longer, but until at least the end of January into February, maybe even later. Now, it's not certain that Dubravka is going to play in your teams for that foreseeable future. They are being linked with some other goalkeepers like Ramsdale, like David De Gea as well. However, in theory, they cannot register a new player, whether it is De Gea coming in as a free agent or whether it is Ramsdale until January. So if that's the case, you're likely to get until at least that game week 19 Nottingham Forest fixture. It's possible that the Premier League grant Newcastle a little bit of early dispensation to go and sign someone earlier so De Gea could come in. But De Gea is apparently requesting very large wages for the remainder of the season, which Newcastle don't really want to go and pay. So I do think Dubravka will play probably until that game week 19 or so. If you've got an Areola problem, if you've got a goalkeeper problem, I think he's a very good short-term fix in your team. Now, looking at the data, there's basically no data for him. The data in the brackets is the data for Nick Pope so far this season. So he, Nick Pope has had over four points per 90 so far this season. He's had eight save points so far this season, making just under three saves per game. They've kept six clean sheets and they have looked very good defensively. So 3.9 million, you can't go wrong, but you do need to understand it might just be short term. And finally, to finish about Newcastle, it is Anthony Gordon, a player that I've got wrong this season. And actually, I've got wrong in past seasons. Looking at him at Everton in his first sort of season at Newcastle, didn't necessarily think he was the player that he's showing us that he can be so far this season. Now, his form is particularly good at home and the next two games are away from home for Newcastle. So I'm not rushing to buy him. I plan on buying him in maybe game week 17 or 18, but I do want to find a route to get him. He does look like incredible value, whether you can buy him now or whether you can buy him in a few game weeks time. The online data is really, really solid. Over 0.5 expected goal involvements per 90, six goals, five assists so far this season, over six and a half points per 90 minutes he's on the pitch. He's up to almost 80 points so far this season. A real, real cheap enabler. Best at his price. Now, if you can't afford him, I really do still like Cole Palmer. If I was buying one, I think Cole Palmer and the extra, you know, 0.78 million that it is between them now can go a lot of ways in your team. Looking at the likes of Pedro Porro, Kieran Trippi, if you're trying to afford Saka into your team as well. But if you've already got Palmer, like I do, I really want to find a space in my midfield for Gordon as well. Now, another midfielder who is absolutely flying at the moment is Kudus of West Ham. We've seen Jared Byrne be injured over the past couple of game weeks and he came back into the squad, but it was Kudus who scored again. Three goals, three assists for him since he's coming into that West Ham team. I would say that he's pretty nailed now. He's their main goal threat at the moment, whilst Bowen is out injured or not performing at his best. A very, very good asset. I actually advised both my dad and my brother to bring them into their teams this week and they both did and he got his goal better than the transfers I made of bringing in Cole Palmer this week maybe I should take my own advice a little bit more but the upcoming fixtures are still nice from an attacking point of view Spurs and United in the next four are the in theory more difficult games on paper but we know how they've been defending recently Fulham and West Ham Fulham and Wolves in the next two as well after that so definitely think he can continue to do well 
Moving up front, it is my favourite forward. He is Dominic Solanke. The fixtures coming up now are really nice. They go away to Palace. They have Manchester United, then Luton, Forest, Fulham over the Christmas period. He is so, so consistent. I understand if he's not going to be a second forward for you alongside Erling Haaland, but as a third forward at 6.5 million, competing with some of those mids like Anthony Gordon, like Brian and Burmo, like Kudus as well, in a slight change of structure think he could be such a good asset. I almost brought him into my team at the weekend in place of a doubt Ollie Watkins. I didn't, but I do still want to try and find room for him. He is so consistent. He's proven over time to be a consistent goal scorer and comp- consistent form in the Premier League. Seven goals so far this season, one assist. The underlying data again remains strong. He's on penalties if they ever get a penalty, although Bournemouth never seem to. I don't think they've had a single one since they've been promoted to the Premier League. But those upcoming fixtures, he's going to play 90 minutes over Christmas. He is such a good pickup at the moment. And finally, the defender on this list, it is Pedro Porro of Spurs. Now, I've advised a couple of attackers who do play against Spurs, but part of the reason to go and buy him is his underlying attacking data. With James Madison out, he is taking a lot more set pieces alongside Lo Celso. 5.3 million if you are looking for a defender at the moment. He's probably up there with one of the top defenders to buy, if not the top defender, if you can't afford the likes of Trippier into your team this week. The Arsenal fixtures are getting a little bit harder over the next two, so short term, he's probably a better asset than picking up a second Arsenal defender, although I do still like the likes of Gabriel, Saliba and Zinchenko. West Ham, Forest, Everton in the next three, plus even Newcastle away. It's not the best, but game week 16 is quite a difficult week for defenders, so it's not the end of the world if you have to play him there because 0.27 expected goal involvement per 90 is very good for assists for him so far this season. Spurs' defensive data isn't as amazing as maybe you'd want. It's not nearly as good as the likes of Arsenal or maybe even Chelsea at a similar price. You could go and buy Reese James. But with Romero coming back, with them, you know, having a few games with these injuries, they kind of know how they're playing a little bit more. I do think that Poro's attacking threat plus the potential for clean sheets Given the upcoming fixtures that they do have, he's worth a punt for sure. And finishing off with my top three differentials for this week. And I have to admit, there are three differentials I really, really like. Some weeks I'm like, I'm trying to find a differential and I find some, but I'm not necessarily 100% sold, which is why they're differentials. All three of these I really, really like as options. And I'm actually considering all three for my own team as well. First up is Trossard. Trossard is either playing left wing or actually in the second eight alongside Odegaard in midfield. But he's pushing up so far high next to Gabriel Jesus, sort of most playing as a second striker. He is so much better than Kai Havertz. He definitely should be in that Arsenal team. And looking how Arsenal were clicking at the weekend with him in that position, I do expect him to stay there. The upcoming fixtures are not as good for their defence, as we've mentioned. But from an attacking point of view, he could be such a big differential. Who has shown in recent weeks how explosive he can be. Next up is a cheap differential. It is Robinson of Fulham. Now, Fulham are not necessarily known for being great defensively, but I think he has three assists in his last three games. Plus, the upcoming fixtures are really nice. Nottingham Forest at home, West Ham at home, Burnley at home, all in their next four games. Burnley at home being the key one coming in the blank game week where we might be struggling to put a few players out. So definitely is one to consider. And one I considered a few weeks ago over the international break and wish I'd bought in with the amount of points he scored since. And finally, it is a Spurs player. It is Lo Celso. 4.8 million is playing the James Madison role, basically. Got returned in his two starts so far. And again, the fixtures coming up for them are pretty good. The next 
four, has three home games in there as well, including West Ham and Everton at home, going away to Nottingham Forest. He's a very good enabler. If you can't afford Cole Palmer and you need someone cheaper, Lo Celso at 4.8 million until James Madison comes back is probably the player I would advise buying. So we've had highly owned assets. We've had differentials. We've had bandwagons that you need to avoid particularly a couple of Newcastle players and then usually my top five players to buy across defenders midfielders forwards plus a goalkeeper for you all this week FPL is back tomorrow there will be a two-hour deadline stream so make sure you're subscribed turn on notifications as well to get reminded of when that does go live leave any questions you have on the comment section of this video like before you go thank you so much for watching and I'll be back again very soon Podcast Network.